Hey everybody, this is Flavio Romeo, and this episode of the Towncast, uh, we had the opportunity of meeting with Barry Rubinow, graduate of Glenrock High School, and also the producer, director, editor of Banded Together, which was a documentary about the amazing, gifted musicians that came out of Glenrock High School, uh, including the Vivinos and, and Lee Shapiro, and, and most importantly, the teacher, Joe Sielski. So he captured all of that in this documentary, uh, the day that, that, that the band actually played at Glenrock High School. They all got together, uh, including Uncle Floyd, and, uh, and, and performed. And, and he talks about that whole, that whole event and, and how he put the whole thing together. So enjoy the episode, everybody. So, so here we are. I'm really excited about today because, and I, I don't know if you guys have seen, but you know there was the screening of Banded Together, which was an incredible documentary about these. It's it's amazing how many gifted people came out of Glenrock High School. But I'm with Barry Rubinow. He is one of the gifted people that came out of Glenrock High School. Barry, thank you so much. I really appreciate Welcome. it. Thanks so, for having me. As it happens, the screening is as we're recording this is tonight. But for those of you that didn't come, I put it out there, and everybody put it out there. If you're not there tonight, well, shame on you, because now you're going to miss the screening. But uh, so, so banded together, it it was. It's amazing how many people, how many gifted people graduate each year from high schools across the country, but nobody knows about it. So right. to be able to pull all those all those people together, tell how did that whole thing come about? Well. Um I, I graduated in 1974. Shout out, class of 1974, Glenrock High School. You got a lot of people that graduated with you. Yeah, yeah. And two of the guys in the film, two of the, the, the band of the banded together, the boys from Glenrock High, uh, John Feeney and Doug Romoff were, were close friends of mine. And I knew the other guys. I knew Jimmy Lino and Jerry and, and Frank Pagano and Jeff Benno because they were all very close to me, and, and uh, my brother was in the band and played with Jerry, played sax and clarinet, and um, obviously I knew Floyd by reputation. Um, Everybody knew Floyd by reputation. <laughs> <Yeah>. Florio. <laughs> Florio. I call him, I call Florio. him Zio Florio. We speak Italian, so Zio <laughs> just, Florio. He's amazing. We just saw him last night, and uh, he's, he's still going strong. He's booked like every night somewhere. Yeah, it's, it's so, amazing. And, and, and since we're talking about it, April twentieth, Shortways Barn in Hawthorne. Come and see Uncle Floyd from five to five to five to seven. <laughs> little, little shameless plug. Well, for, while we're plugging, if you if you missed the film that's tonight, <laughs> uh, April twenty seventh, Ridgewood Film Festival. Um, oh, it's perfect. Yeah. So April twenty seventh, the Ridgewood Film Festival. That's screening right. Again. Another screening. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So make sure you check it, and 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 we'll promote it more because I know they had this. I had a friend of mine who had a film in the festival last year, and I think she got honorable mention. Sorry, Renee, if I got that wrong, but I know your film was there. I was out of town. I couldn't make it. But this year, 
Ridgewood Film Festival, April 27th. And if you miss this film, make sure you go to check it out because I'm sure you guys are gonna win. It was an outstanding film. Thank you. So getting back to the origins, so I knew all these guys and then obviously I followed their careers. I mean, Jimmy and Jerry, I would watch on the Conan show. Um, and I knew Lee uh, Shapiro became one of the Four Seasons and uh, Floyd, obviously. And my friend John Feeney is the top bass, classical bass player in, in the country, really. And um, followed his career and went to some of his concerts. So a few years ago, Doug Romoff, who's the Fender bass player, he had transitioned. He, he, he still played gigs as a musician, but he transitioned to media and, and had his own studio and produced, started producing things. And we worked together on a few projects over the years. And we were talking about uh, this project. Actually, the very, very origins is he and Lee Shapiro had an idea, something like this, about doing a project about these guys maybe six years ago, and uh, it just never happened. About um, the boys from Glen Rock High School. Yeah, about this group of guys. Yes. Because it's an amazing story. Not only they're so talented and so successful, and all out of one high school, you know, very small town, all within a few years. I mean, it, that was what attracted me. Is at, that, this is, at that time, it had to be like 10,000, because that was a 13 or 14,000. It's still not big. Yeah. Oh, you mean Glen Rock? Yeah, 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 yeah. about ten thousand people yeah. in Glen Rock. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, Very it's small incredible. town. So it was like, wow, how did this? So one of our original ideas was trying to figure out, you know, how did this happen that all this talent came out in this year? We never answer it. I, I, I wanted to sort of give the impression that maybe some of the spirit from the rock, you know, it is the rock. Off, it's you know, totally it's the, the rock. rock. You know, <laughs> it's the the Lenny Lenape Indians. Uh, uh, spirituality. There is something magical from that rock that came from <laughs> outer space somewhere. Um, so he and I started talking about doing it, and uh, we said, "Okay, well, let's we'll take it one step at a time." First thing we do is we call Lee Shapiro because he's sort of the older, you know, sort of the the one they all look up to, and and, and he was on board. And, and after he was on board, Jimmy said yes, and everybody everybody was okay. Great. So I said, "Well, let's." Let's interview him first. I mean, full, you know, hour-long, well, professionally lit interviews, and the interviews are insane. We saw the film. Yeah, I yeah, mean, these yeah. guys are so they're, they're so open. They're they're so interesting. They're so thoughtful, and it was like, wow, you know, we've got something here. And then it just kind of grew. And then we we arranged the concert, and um, you know, we had a big concert at. The high school auditorium where the screening is tonight. Yeah, and all the and guys. I mean, it's all the guys. They're all there, and and the ten, it it sold out in two hours. Yeah. I mean, it just the word went I, I out. I couldn't get I couldn't get tickets. Yeah. I tried. I couldn't get tickets. Yeah, and uh, it was incredibly successful, and uh, we shot it obviously three cameras, and and um, you know, and I, I'm an editor. I, I mean, I'm a director now, but I mean, I'm mainly. My, for most of my career, I've been an editor, so I just couldn't wait to. I couldn't wait to get all to that put this all together. Back. Yeah, yeah, it, it was must so have much been, fun. It must have been as you're editing it, as you're putting it all together. It just must have felt so good and so right. Like you knew that this was a great project. 
right? Oh yeah. 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 No, I, I really felt it all along. It's been sort of blessed. I mean, well, it's a passion project. You grew, you graduated from the same high yeah, school. Yeah. 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 And 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 these guys, they all love each other. And and of course, Joe Sielski. Now, let me tell you about Joe. Joe Sielski is their teacher. I knew he was their teacher. Uh, you know, obviously I went to the school and he was the music teacher and I knew he was there when all of them were there. So I knew he'd be an important part of the film. We wanted to interview him and get his story. You know, I knew that would be important to interview him. But until I started interviewing these guys, I had no idea. I mean, he, they, they credit him with their careers. I mean, wow. they, Love him and respect him, and and it's and it's uh, obviously reciprocal, and um, so that was a revelation to me. And uh, you know, the, the article that just came out in the record, you know, they're comparing the comparing the film to Mr. Holland's Opus, cause, yeah, yeah, because it really became more and more about him, and and uh, which is fine. You know, that's how documentaries are. You never know. You never know you the never direction know where, they're gonna exactly go. where they're going to go, which is kind of the excitement of it. And he hadn't seen these guys in 50 years. He hadn't seen them. He hadn't seen them since they graduated? Yeah. I know he had seen John Feeney because he and his wife like classical music and they'd gone to some of his concerts and John had told me that, but even then, he, John said he would kind of wave at them from the stands, you know, they didn't really talk or anything. Yeah. So we arranged a reunion at his house the day before the concert and, and I mean, it was emotional. Oh right? my it, God! It, it wasn't Mr. Holland's opus. Yeah, yeah, and wow. and, uh, and some of the guys too. Some of them see each other. Obviously, three of them are brothers, and some of them see each other and play with each other. But a lot of the guys hadn't seen each other in fifty years, so it was really uh, something and um, very emotional. Uh, and, 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 and you know how it is with, with people that you're that close to. You know, they picked up like, it's like it was like yesterday. nothing ever happened, right? It was yeah. like you guys saw each other yesterday. Oh, yeah. that's incredible. So how, how old is, 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 is the teacher now? He is Are Joe Sielski. No, no, he's like 85. 80s, wow. And he's in good shape. And uh, they're still, they go to concerts, they travel. Um, they're a really impressive couple. And... Um, they, they, she, uh, his wife Carolyn made all the food for that luncheon, and they were so excited. He obviously is through the moon with this whole thing. I mean, he um, is he going to be there tonight? He will be there tonight. Oh, I'll definitely make sure that we interview. We'll, we'll, we'll see if we can get a little quick interview with oh, him. He'll be happy to. And put it on there. Yeah, yeah. He is just through the moon with this whole thing. I have one anecdote I have to tell about Joe. Um, the the guys at some point before the concert are like. Because Joe plays sax, and you know he and Jerry used to do duets in school and stuff. And I think it was Jerry who said, "You know, Joe should play with us." And I was like, "Okay." So I asked them, and uh, Joe was like, "No, way. <laughs> I haven't picked up that instrument in 20 years." Wow. So then they said, "Okay, well, how about if you conduct a number?" And he's fine, you know. So I'll conduct. Okay. So then I'm I'm emailing with Carolyn about the luncheon and stuff like that. The end of her email to me, she goes, "By the way, Joe started practicing the other day." He did. Oh, so that's great. And he ended up playing with them on "Mercy, Mercy, Mercy." Wow. And uh, so, if nothing else, this film got someone in his mid-80s to start playing start again. Playing. I mean, how that's cool is amazing. that? Amazing. Yeah, isn't that cool? That's so cool. 
Yeah. Oh, we'll definitely talk to him about it tonight. Oh, yeah. So, so tell me about your journey. Graduate 74. I graduated in 74. Where'd you go after that? I, uh, I went to undergrad at Bucknell University in Pennsylvania as a English major. At that time, they actually have a film program now. They didn't then. And that's when I was, I mean, I was always into film. In high school, I, uh, well, one story which I told, the first film I made was at um, Glen Rock High School, actually middle school, eighth grade. I made a, I didn't feel like writing a paper. And uh, I asked the teacher if I could make a little film, and she said, sure. And, and uh, Did you get your parents Super 8? Exactly. My dad's Super 8. <laughs> Frankie and Johnny, I, I, it's on YouTube if you want to see it. Oh, that's I'll awesome. I'll put the to link. Send me, link. Send me the link. I'll put it. Look at the bottom right now. You'll see the link to his, his site. And, um, uh, and, and some of these guys like John and Doug, who I was friends with, you know, we would always talk about movies and old, you know, bogey movies and Casablanca and all that, and I got more and more into it, and then at Bucknell, it, it kept growing. They didn't have any production classes, they did have some film history classes in the English yeah. department, <coughs> excuse me, um, and I just kept getting more and more into it, and uh, I ran the, uh, the film series where we picked the films to screen for the kids, students at night, and I, whatever there was, oh, I wrote film reviews for the Bucknell newspaper. Whatever there was to do with film, you know, I, you I, there, I, you I was there. there. Yeah, it was in yeah. your blood. Yeah, and there was one guy there who knew about, because when junior year comes around, it's like, you know, what are you going to do? You know, you're going to graduate. You major. <laughs> you gotta, what are you going to do with your freaking life, you know? And, and uh, so this, because I didn't know much about anything about Hollywood or anything, and, and uh, there was a one, one guy there who said, well, there, there's film schools, and the best are... USC, UCLA, and, and NYU, and uh, I kind of wanted to you know, go out to Hollywood, yeah, so I didn't even apply to NYU, which made my parents angry, because <laughs> uh, they wanted me to stay around, but um, so I applied to USC and UCLA, and somehow I got into USC, which, again, I didn't know until I got out there that that's where George Lucas went, and... Oh, you didn't know any of the history? No. Oh, that's, that's like I thought UCLA one. somehow was more prominent and it is it is a good school but but USC is like you know the film school it still is and uh, you know Zemeckis and all these guys um, Spielberg didn't go there a lot of people think Spielberg went there because he's donated a ton of money he actually went to Long Beach State which but in any case um, when you're that gifted you can go wherever you yeah, want yeah. you go to the college in your basement <laughs> yeah so I went to SC film school I gravitated towards editing. I, I've always loved editing. I, I I like working by myself in quiet rooms. I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I've gotten more social <laughs> as I've gotten older. It may seem like I'm social from this interview, but I, I really am kind of a shy guy. I like being creative in my own little space. I just love editing. I still do. It's still my favorite part of filmmaking. Do you still, now you live in LA? Yeah, I've lived there since 78. Do, do you still have a moviola? That's funny. I had one until I finally got rid of it. Maybe you gave know, it away, right? Eight or ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had one just sort of, you know, as a prop. You know, it looked good, like in the background of like exactly have a movie. Over. And I have to say, Greg, I don't know if you're watching this, but if you are, maybe you're the one. Maybe maybe Barry's the one that you got the moviola from. My friend, my friend <laughs> Greg in LA is an editor, and and he said people are just giving these machines away because they don't know what to do with them. Yeah, they're yeah. obsolete. Yeah, and they're heavy, and they're they're not really that great looking. So you've adapted now to the digital editing. And yeah, all I started when I first started my career. So I, I was at SC Film School of '78 to '81, 
started working right away a lot mostly through connections through film school and I'm still a lot of my work comes from that and um, you know started cutting 16 and 35 millimeter film you know actually cutting cut it, it mylar tape yeah. Cutting. yeah with that um, little thing that goes click yeah <laughs> and uh, I, I really enjoyed it it was like it was like a skill yeah, totally. You know, it was like well, what we would call a craft. You know, like like in the old days, the barrel makers, you know, or the or the the, uh, the forgers or whatever. It was like a skill, a craft. Now it's like you know anybody can make films on their phone. You know, I know. But um, there you go. Right so uh, um, can we cut or? <laughs> Are you trying to get I'm through? Too short to step you over. You edit this, right? These are for uh, you oh no, I don't edit this at all. Oh, you don't? No, I, I'll, you mind if I turn the camera around and show you what we're struggling with right now? <laughs> Are you sure? You're okay. All right, so Barry's while Barry's going to go, so and we're going to go back to the Arts Council of Glenrock. Glen so the movie that's being Thank screened you. tonight is to raise money for the Arts Council of Glenrock, and, and and it's great that that you're doing that and that the Arts Council has put this together because. You know, I'm sure a lot of you guys know that one when first the first programs that they cut in schools, whether it's elementary, middle, high school, the first programs that go, it's not the athletic programs, they never go away. They seem to keep growing. It's always the arts programs. So if you're not going to get that at your school, at least have organizations like the Arts Council of Glenrock that support the arts and all kinds of arts, whether it's visual performance it's dance whatever whatever it is so I really appreciate that 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 you're screening that tonight for, for the arts yeah. and for the high school well well thanks and and the dream which I, I don't know if it's ever gonna do this but one of my goals for the film is to get it shown more widely across the country and and to promote uh, arts and music education because I think it's really important and um, you know, because if I don't, if I can't get picked up by a major distributor, you know, I'd, I'm thinking of just going the educational route and try to show it in high schools. Yeah, well, that's um, that's that would be ideal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for for high schools, for high school students to be able to see that, because I remember when I went to school, everybody used to make fun of the uh, the marching band and the guys that were in band. Yeah, you know, yeah. you always made fun of them. Uh, although there were a lot of friends of mine, and and that was one of my ways of getting onto the onto the football field without paying was to carry their equipment. So I became a roadie just so I could go watch a game for free. <laughs> uh, so, you know, to be able t for students to see, keep going, keep going, keep pushing, keep pursuing. If you like this, keep going. Yeah. Because, and, and you know, if you, if you have the opportunity to watch in the film, make sure you go to the Ridgewood Film Festival April 27. You will see the level that these guys that graduated from Glenrock High School, you know, they played for the Conan O'Brien. They were Conan O'Brien's house band. Yeah, and of course, band lead, Jimmy was a band leader, and, and Jerry I think, was I think a sax it was either player. Jimmy, and Jerry, I think it was their band because they were playing together. That played at our prom in 1980. Oh yeah, they played at our high school prom. <laughs> yeah, and now yeah, yeah, they used to play with proms. Yeah, yeah, that, proms, yeah. weddings, whatever, whatever, anything to do to make money. Yeah. So that yeah, they played at our prom. Uh, so that's 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 awesome that you're doing that. Great. And, and I want to go back. So, so you my career. You've been editing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's so, go back so, to your okay. career. So I graduated. Since we were uh, so rudely interrupted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, graduated uh, uh, SC Film School in the early '80s. Basically, I mean, I was became a freelance editor, uh, assistant editor at first, 
and then moved up to being an editor. Amazingly, the very first film I edited was a documentary short uh, on 16mm um, about the art, an artist named Red Grooms. And I get a phone call, this is like 1986, it's nominated for Academy Award for Best Documentary Short what? Subject. Yeah. I couldn't believe Did it. Did you go to the Oscars? I went to the Oscars. 1986, you're in the Oscars. Yeah, I went to the Oscars. We went to the, the was was even more exciting than the Oscars. Two weeks before the Oscars, they have what's called the nominees luncheon, and uh, I and you saw that. everybody. Yeah, because like the older guys come who are just members of the academy. So like Gregory Peck was there, and Jack Lemmon was there, and all these guys. And oh man, that must have been a dream come true. It was a dream come true, and it was like, wow, this Hollywood thing is easy. Yeah, right. <laughs> First film boy, out. Yeah, boy, was I wrong. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, no, so that was an absolute treat, yeah, going to the Oscars and, and, uh, and all that. That's the only time I've ever been. Um, so, freelance editor, worked on various things. I was one of the first editors on the show Cops, um, which, whatever you think of it, I mean, people at least... Was that bad heard boys, it. bad boys? Yeah, yeah, what yeah. What you yeah. gonna do? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then in the mid-90s, I edited a kid's science show called Beekman's World for CBS, and that I won an Emmy for. So uh, I've had a lot of success um, early in my career, I guess. And uh, yeah, that was actually my award too. With the Oscar, it was, I said, if we won, we didn't win. If we had won, I was gonna walk up there. I probably wouldn't have said anything, but I was gonna walk up there, because the official yeah. nominee is the producer of, of the course. film. You know? But, uh, but I was sitting there with him. And uh, so then, in fact, the guy who made the Red Grooms film, my friend Tom Knapp, and I worked, cut a lot of his documentaries, and we were partners. I met him in film. He was my first friend from film school when I moved to LA. He founded the Documentary Channel. Um, and I started there in 2005. Um, so I went from being a freelance editor to being a TV executive, which was kind of cool. And uh, so we were on the air from 2005 to 2013. Um, and then we were bought by Participant Media and they let us all go, which was kind of a bummer. But Because um, they had their friends that they brought over. Yeah, they wanted their own people. You know, they want the, you know. Very their close, own very close knit yeah, community. Yeah. So uh, since then, I, I went back to freelance editing. I've edited a number of documentaries since then, and I started making my own films. I made a short uh, a number of years ago, just a little five-minute short, which actually got into the Richwood Film Festival back in, I think, 2018 or 2019. Um, and uh, then uh, started working on Banded Together, which is the first feature film that I have, uh, first feature documentary that I've edited. I mean, that I've directed, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> directed, edited. I mean, you did directed, mostly. edited, produced, coffee yeah. slinger. You, you name it. <laughs> and 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 again, we're gonna we're gonna show some clips so you get a chance to see uh, parts of the movie. And and we're gonna interview. Uh, hopefully, we'll interview the teacher that uh, that inspired Joe all Sielski, these yeah. amazing, amazing uh, musicians. And and again, April twenty seventh, Ridgewood High School or Ridgewood High School, Ridgewood, New Jersey at the theater, Ridgewood Theater. They're gonna have the Ridgewood Film Festival. 
I'm not sure how many years they've been having it. It's, it's fairly I, I new. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, fairly I, new. I don't know. Yeah, I think um, it's pretty new. And then we'll try to we'll try if we find a website. We'll try to post the website here. Is there a place that you, you were saying that you had this five minutes? Is there a place you're saying your YouTube channel? You have a YouTube channel? I do have a YouTube channel. Um, we're gonna put the link right here. Yeah, I'll put put, right, yeah, we'll, we'll put the link up. We'll yeah, put the link yeah. right here so you can see some of his other work. Yeah, I have a lot of a lot of stuff up there. Um, part of uh, actually, the, there's a few scenes on there from a show that I did, which I, to this day, well, except for maybe banded together, I consider the best thing I ever worked on with my friend Tom Knapp. We did a six-hour history of country music. Wow. This is again in the mid '90s, and uh, it was right, right with Beatman's world, um, and it was an amazing show. It's Unfortunately, like a Ken Burns kind of thing, six hours. Yeah, yeah, and Ken Burns just did uh, like I don't know, a sixteen-hour. Well, he knocked you off. He it, saw yours. He's like, I could do it more. I, I guarantee you, and, and people will call me crazy, but ours is better. Where can they see it? Is, there, is it? It's hard to see. It was actually for TBS, and, and uh, which is it was strange even at the time for it to be on TBS, because even the executive from TBS that was working with us, they go, yeah, um, TBS is mainly known for you know Beer Swilling Braves fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, watch it, but for some reason that's where they wanted to put it. It would have been better to be on CNN or one of their other stations, but. Um, in any case, it's a long story I can't go into, but but they kind of buried it, and uh, it's hard to see. But I keep posting scenes from it. I put about I think five now on, on my uh, YouTube page, and and they're Which getting is, you saw the link. So make sure you go check of, it out. Uh, they're getting a lot of hits. That's awesome. The, the uh, bluegrass section and the um, songwriting section. Yeah, in any case, it's a really good show. <laughs> well, I uh, I really appreciate you taking the time. Oh, yeah. Tonight's going to be a big night. Uh, again, it's banded together. You're going to see some clips. And April 27th at the Ridgewood Film Festival, make sure you stop. You say hi to Barry. Uh, tell him you saw it on the town cast so that you know you don't freak him out as some kind of stalker. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and and make sure you check it out. It, it is. It was. It, it's. It it's was cool on so many movie. different levels. It is a feel-good movie, which is rare. And, and the fact that these guys have remained friends, and, and I didn't even realize that the teacher hadn't picked up a saxophone for you know 50 20 or 20 years, years yeah. and I here he is now. I, that is, it's, it's such a great film, and I, I know you guys are gonna enjoy it. And again, I appreciate the fact that, that you're screening this at the Glen Rock High School, and proceeds are gonna go to the Arts Council. And again, guys, if you don't support these organizations, the Arts Council of Glen Rock, the Arts Councils of any of your towns, if they go away, you lose this kind of, this kind of incredible work. And so it's, it's great that, that you're doing that, and, and I'm really looking forward to today. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank, Thank you so you. much. All I right. appreciate it. All right. All right, welcome. make sure you check it out. And again, April 27th, Ridgewood <laughs> Film Festival. Make sure you go see the screening of Banded Together. And check out his YouTube page. It's pretty cool. All right. Be well, everybody. Bye.
I am with Joe, the, yeah. the teacher, and 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 I, of course I'm here with with uh, with, with Barry's wife, the, the the producer, the director, yeah. the editor, the everything of the movie. But Joe, you know, in talking to the musicians that we're gonna see yeah. in the movie. How was it when when you were teaching them? I mean, did you see something in them? What you know that that you were able to encourage? Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, it, uh, you hear it. You hear it. You see it, but you hear it. And uh, and they, you give them. The more you give them, I want to answer. Good, nice, nice to, to see, see you. Uh, yes, they, they had it. it up. They had it. And, all, all you had to do was find ways to show it off. You know, and you, and you encouraged them, like you saw it, oh, and you yeah. pushed them. And All right, when we he tell saw they had talent, he would play with them after school, oh. or at lunch, and do do what yeah. A lot of credit to you. It's amazing. Thank you so much. Enjoy, enjoy it. Yes, thank you. Yes.